Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Lopez here for like the 20th time trying to record this intro. But check it out. Um, You're going to listen to episode 225. I have two guests on here today. One you should be familiar with if you're a follower of the podcast. It's Monica, our old sailor friend. And uh, next is Hector, one of uh, one of my good friends. And uh, we have a conversation that some people probably think about but don't discuss openly. And um, I think it was really good. It was really good combo, really good topics. Um, and I hope you enjoy it. It just gives you a different perspective on things. So I really hope that you all get something out of this episode. And um, I'd like to hear your feedback. Just go ahead and send them in to the on the gun line at gmail.com or go ahead and provide me any feedback in the comments or direct message. All right. With that said, I hope y'all enjoy episode two twenty five. We'll just call it out of this world. And, uh, get this bad boy started. Gun line, gun line, gun line. We got a fire mission coming down, y'all. I'm your host Lopez, and you're listening to the On the Gun Line podcast, where we just shoot the shit and chop it up like we did out in the past, out in the field. I got my co-host Lee Hunt as usual here with me. And gang, gang. if you see a familiar female face over here, it's our old sailor uh, that, you know, was basically a push broomer for her time <laughs> in the Navy. And um, so, Monica, welcome. Welcome back. And then also we have a new person on the gun line here. His name is Hector. I've known Hector for about whew, about five years now. Five, um, five, six. Five or six years we've known each other. And uh, we used to just have really good conversations, you know, and just get into some deep talks. And he's always been someone that was talking about, like, he would talk to me about meditating and stuff like that. And I still have a token that he gave me. I call it the peace ring. Um, and I still have it uh, next to my bed, baby, all the time. So I appreciate that token. So with that said, um, I'd like to welcome all of you here to the gun line. And we're going to start talking about something different today nothing military maybe it'll delve in there somewhere or another but no military it's mostly going to be more along the lines of looking at life through a different perspective through a different way not theological but in actually in theology this would be called like you know mysticism probably or you know it would be like a pecado or sin to do stuff or talk about this because it goes against the grain but um with that, I'd like to start off with, on the gun line, we shoot cannons. That's what we do. So we're going to talk about a different type of cannon today. And this person's name is Dolores Cannon. Uh, Hunt, you ever heard of Dolores Cannon? I have not. This is my first time. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'd like to go ahead and start off uh, with the man who brought her into my life, Hector. Uh if you could give us a little bit about yourself and then let us know about Dolores Cannon and how you found out about her. And if you could just talk to me or talk to us about a little bit about her. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I've known Danny for about five, six years. Uh, definitely. Uh, we clicked. Uh, it's Danny's very quiet. He's just, just to himself. He does his business, get out of my face, but now we actually click. Uh, he, uh, we had a lot of things in, in, in common, both from 
uh, both immigrants. So that, that does play a lot. You see the world different when you come to the States. Uh, so that, that did play a factor. And, and uh, also you're more appreciative of, of all like the little things that, that we have here that we don't have uh, elsewhere. Uh, and Dolores Cannon, she was actually introduced to me by my, by my wife. Uh, we, we, uh, we didn't lose, but we gained my father-in-law in the other realm now uh, uh, last year. And um, he was a hardworking man. He was actually my, one of my best friends that, that he was on my, on my favorites for my contacts and everything. So it just came uh, cancer to the stomach. It happened pretty fast. He got, well, after surgery, uh, he just wasn't the same because who knows once you get cut, if, if it's going to be the same or not. Right. And uh, so, yeah, he lasted for about six months after that. And we really started looking into kind of like the other side, right? Uh, and Dolores Cannon, she is a, a hypnotherapist that, that she pretty much would place you under, uh, she will hypnotize you and she will talk to your higher self, to yourself, to your consciousness. And she came up with a lot of stories that were the same story uh, about people in like in Atlantis that, that uh, they, um, so pretty much it was, I was wearing this type of clothes and, and this type of that. So everything was matching to the same story of others. Mm -hmm. So she pretty much wanted to crack the code on what happened to it, to Atlantis, the Sphinx, the pyramids and all that. You know, so she, no, go ahead. So she, she definitely uh, saw, I saw a different light on, on the after death because uh, I was brought up as you're either good or you're bad. You're going to heaven or you're going to hell. So you have that constant fear with you and you'll never live up to perfectness like that. And after, after listening to her and, and what she says about the other side, you, you can see that it's almost different. And of course, at first you're going to be like, it's, it's mind blowing because you've been brought up one way your whole life. And that's, that's nothing goes against that grain. Like kind of like you said earlier, yeah. but once you, uh, because in order for you to make a decision, you have to listen to pretty much both sides and then come up to see what what makes sense pretty much to you. Well, and I, your, I and your that, enlightenment. I think it has to do with like, you know, um, every every uh, story has more than one side to it, you know. So it you like you said, you have to listen to various kind of like with politics in the news nowadays. Everybody has their own sides they want to listen to and they're going to stick to what makes more sense to them with. Yeah, like time, there's no truth. It's it's everyone has their own truth depending on their perception. Yes, but and there's what, never a truth. Yeah. What tripped me out about Dolores though was um when she started talking about like the different um oh my god there's like different levels that you can go to before you reincarnate because she was big on reincarnation and she said it's like when you when you pass on um. You either go to like this lower spectrum, this middle spectrum, or the higher one where there's like a library. She was talking about the library and like the it was just, records. Dude, it just blew my mind. Uh, Monica, do you know what I'm talking about on that? Of course. Yeah, I've had a QHTT session in September of last year. I, oh, knew, wow. Dolores, I knew about Dolores Cannon like at the very beginning of my spiritual awakening. And it just um, probably like, I, I saw some of her YouTubes and some of her lectures and things like that, but I never really started reading her books until sometime last year. Actually, right after the Lionsgate last year, of course, the Lionsgate. This is always my favorite time of the year right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
that's when I actually started reading her books. My first book I read from her was um, The Three Waves of Volunteers. And that's where everything just clicked. Like the entire, almost the entire book resonated and put so many things um, where it needed to be and gave me so much clarity on why so many things to me during my spiritual journey thus far made sense, but didn't make sense. And then as soon as I started listening to her books, I'm like, holy cow. So yeah, it's, um, and I still continue to listen to her books now. I'm actually in between whether I should take, um, be a practitioner or if I should do her daughter's um, uh, course, which is Soul Speak, because I did listen to her daughter's book as well. So yeah, I, I'm not like an uh, expert on Dolores Cannon, but mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, her daughter, and then there's, there's another person that, uh, I forgot her name. She just, she just uh, finished the book and it was about Atlantis. And then the next one is going to be about the Sphinx. So nice. supposedly, uh, well, of course, like like Danny and I were talking about that last time, uh, how how are those like pyramids so perfect? And then pretty much the behind it, there's so many of them, but only some were, I guess, the ones that you couldn't really hide, you had to expose. Right. But yeah, and how there, it's just, it's just energy. See, Hunt is actually on... I think on his beginning phase of the spiritual um, awakening, per se. Me, I'm still way back here trying to catch up. You know what I mean? But, I mean, because Hunt, I mean, he put me up to game with this uh, moon water. And he's been doing his research and reading. And just recently, we were actually just talking about on the last podcast, like, you know, they, the Europeans came and they said that, you know, these were all savages, that these people had no technology. Meanwhile... You have all these pyramids and whatnot that were built and with what technology, you know, like how the fuck were they done? So, I mean, Hunt, do you think, are you walking towards that path of enlightenment or awakening, do you think? Or is it something you're just um, uh, not tiptoeing around, but like trying to understand more of? No, I'm definitely trying to understand more of it. Uh, Y'all hear me fine, right? I'm not coming in chopped up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I like I'm definitely trying to explore more of it, and it was crazy. Is even for like the last two weeks, it's like I can't sleep. I I even told like uh, because you know I go I go see somebody, I go see a practitioner, you know, and I was even telling them I'm like, listen, I was like, I feel like I'm just being woken up. Like I feel like something is calling me. Like every freaking night, it's like it's the same time, and it's not so much like three o'clock. Like, it's, it's so it's. it's yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's like, I feel like something is calling me. It's like, yo, wake up, wake up. And I'm still like, I'm not looking, I'm not answering. Like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe but uh, recently are. what I did too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It, it hasn't stopped. But recently what I did too is like, I, I started, uh, like I said, I go see somebody and I was telling them, I, I kind of want to really dive into this. And so they were like, hey, listen, this is what you need to start studying. You need to look up the seven African powers. And I got that. And then they were telling me I need to look as far as like what is Ifa, the Ifa religion, or whatever you want to call it. So that's what I've been doing. I'm looking up my the seven African powers, the Orishas, and just going from there. You know, I I I I want to believe. You know, I find myself like Fox Mulder from fucking um from the X Files. Like I want to believe. I know there's more out there. I know there's more out there. And one of the things that um that Dolores touched on was frequencies, right? Now, um, Hector, 
can you explain a little bit of how, like, or, or Monica, whichever one, or y'all could tag team this one if y'all want. If you could, like, just, uh, how do these frequencies work? Like, we, does the human mind work on one frequency? And is there a way to auto-tune that shit to pick up a different frequency? Or how does that work? So, you work? Oh, go yeah, go, go ahead, go ahead, go no, ahead. No, no, go ahead, go so pretty much energy, your energy, your soul is energy. You think you are your body. You think you are your name, but you're not. You're just energy passing through this speck of life right here, which is our time. Time is linear. So the future, the past, and the present are all happening at the same time. And then pretty much what happens is dimensions. So that's where you have time travelers that you see UFOs. They have other frequencies that they can kind of like on on those on star trek you know how they transfer from one place to another mm -hmm. they're just moving at the speed of light so they move some years back and they're right there so that's pretty much all we are so we're light right now we're energy and you your heart is an antenna so it's the positive and the negative and of course you have your different energy centers Kind of like the like the pyramid, you know how um, Michelangelo, what the guy that David? the no, it, yeah, is is it David the one that it's I forgot the name, it's um, it's the his famous one? portrait. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Yeah. So he had head, three arms, by the way, stupid Mandela effect. It was not two, it was three. But anyway, it was three. <laughs> so his head breaks it down how he, it's a pyramid. So these are your energy centers, right? This is one. The other one is on your right side, which is, and the reason it's on your right side, it's because that's your religion, your spiritual side. And then the other one is above here and the other one's here. So that's the pyramid, right, on him. And then in here, if he goes, he goes through pretty much on the pyramid, it has different um, portals, right? So you have like where the tomb is and that's one of your, that is your energy points. And then another one, another one. So it's all... What it's saying pretty much that you are the energy source, just like the pyramid. All you have to do is tune into that frequency. So is that why the pyramids were actually built? Like, like, if, like, so I've seen like diagrams of what they're saying, like the pyramids look like inside. You know what I'm saying? And, and it says like, you know, it's kind of like a conductor. Uh, I was telling yeah. Danny and Monica this before. Like, yeah. I remember seeing those pyramids built. <laughs> like, I honestly remember yeah. seeing this shit. You definitely like, I remember seeing that. Life during that time and Absolutely. i remember yeah and you said it it's a conductor so that's what you conductor. are you're mm -hmm. an energy conductor so in the morning whatever thoughts you're having that's the frequency you're tuning in so if you close your eyes right now you're going to see the frequency for fox news for espn for this they're just flying through us but we can't see them because we're in this 3d physical realm we can't see beyond our frequencies unless we tune into them of course and then you choose what frequency you want to tune into. If you're having a bad day from uh, from 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 what on the in the beginning of the week, and you let that be your whole week, that's going to become your personality, and your personality is your personal reality. Go ahead. Monica. And there and there is different frequencies, like whether it be for you know abundance there's everything is an energy, so there's different frequencies for everything. Literally, like everything. I always saw like any on youtube or i mean on instagram somewhere that's like just go to youtube and listen to some frequencies even while you're sleeping and it'll you know it'll get in to align your chakras or even for an abundance mindset 
for, you know, just to cleanse yourself, whichever one, there's different frequencies. And that's why whenever you do past life regressions, even for me, you have to align yourself and get your body ready for those type of things, even a QHTT session, because even with me getting ready for it and me doing past life regressions on my own, it's something you have to get your body, your light body, your your consciousness ready for, or else your ego, your 3D self is not going to let you do it. And you're gonna you're not going to be able to see what you want to see. That's why we I'm always like meditate, just meditate, even if it's 10 minutes a day. That's like because it's a consciousness thing. People think like, oh, it's you know your physical is going to go there. It's it the does. conscious, yeah, yeah, it's a consciousness. So how do you, how would y'all suggest like, cause I try to meditate and then I try to always try to stay positive. And it's like you said too, Monica, I actually do YouTube those frequencies to listen to at night to help me go to sleep. You know, there's the 725, there's the, was it three something? 528, yeah, yeah 528. Just, like I listen to just all the frequencies. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. There's so many. And uh, So, but the, the hardest thing that I always have is trying to go ahead and get out of, like you said, that ego mode to where, and it's like, um, like you said, too, where like this is where I was raised and it has to be this way when it's like, no, I have to understand. I've tried my best to force myself to understand, like I am just a vibration and I set the tone of what's going on. But with me, like I've been so negative for years and it's hard to break that shit. Even though really? I'm like, yo, okay. yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, no idea. No, well- like even um visual like I'm a big visualizer like um and and people may think this is you know whenever they do full moon rituals I don't really call them that I just say during the full moon because it is one of the biggest powerful times of energy to release things write it down burn it if you can if not write it down tear it up and just feel yourself releasing it sometimes some people do have to fake it till you make it and not all meditating is just sitting there listening to frequencies perfectly still like you can do active meditation. I know um, I like to work out early in the morning as soon as I wake up because I do get, I used to think I get my best ideas when I'm working out. Guess what? That's because that's when you're getting those downloads and thoughts from your guides, your higher self, because there's no other interruptions. You're just in the zone and you're getting those messages in. So like there is active meditating. There's um. Um, visualizing like uh, if you just stare at a at a flame of a candle that's the type of meditation too or even breath work like breathing focusing mm-hmm. on your breathing there's all yeah. kinds of different there's this is one guy and uh we're two two guys that changed my life here one of them is wim huff and uh, i heard about him on vice tv so pretty much what he does he's he's, he's called the Iceman, and look him up here he's he's pretty uh he's going to change your life pretty much if you follow his methods. What he does is he's, his wife, uh, she, was, she was going through some depression, so she, she ended up killing herself. And, and he wanted to know what's kind of like the meaning of life of everything. So he decided to go within himself and control his mind. So he started doing like marathons with no shoes. Uh, what else? He would go into freezing water with no shoes just through breathing methods. And what, what uh, pretty much the reason that we get sick is because we have inflammation. And what he does, he does this cold showers. So he does a breathing method. Stomach, connecting your energy. Because what's, what's the one thing that, that uh, you take on when you come into this planet? Everything. Breath. <laughs> your breath. karma. <laughs> your breath. So you come into this planet, 
that's your breath so that's that's our religion that spirit right there so how do you get how do you meditate you got to go back to breath go back to the beginning go back to source and so with with Hoffman with with Wim Hof uh you actually you can actually do that because you you go through and you actually feel energy pretty much when you're doing that and, and you take that cold shower and you can feel pretty much any sinus any any headaches anything like that just completely go away and there's so, this other guy go ahead uh, I was gonna say um my time has run out so I gotta resend a new link I'm okay. gonna send out a new link to you all hopefully our audio issues are good to go <laughs> it's a great conversation we're gonna pick up after the Iceman from there and I, I'd like to see um it, how it is that religion has actually tapped into this and um they it's hide it in plain sight so <laughs> Um, we'll talk about that when we come back. I'll see y'all here in a second. And for y'all listening to the podcast, it'll take about a, not even a second. Be right back. Bye. Exactly. We're going to go ahead and pick up. Y'all go ahead. Continue. You guys are <laughs> rocking this shit. So on, on the Iceman also, he, uh, they, uh, people were studying him because he wasn't getting sick and he, he claimed to do all this thing. So he was teaching breathing methods to others. So he had a class who took his breathing method. Then they inject them with a virus and none of them got sick because they were actually able to to control their their body and there's this other guy dr joe dispensa so look him up guys dr joe dispensa and like you said danny you hit her right on on the track he says everything's hitting in plain sight i'm pretty sure you've seen this symbol before right outside mm -hmm. of the hospitals yes I'm, I'm literally that's my next book on my list to start listening to that's hilarious how to be and supernatural you, and what this is is your kundalini in your body just once you awaken it you can heal yourself you're you become the creator dude it's it, got to claim your power so uh so you recently uh started getting into this after your father-in-law uh moved to the next realm right you know elevated uh Monica, how were you introduced to this? Um, it was during 2020. Well, I was always a big pessimist, like not pessimist, an optimistical kind of person, even before I was like, everything will be fine. Everything happens for a reason. Everything's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. And then somewhere early 2020, of course, you know, the whole stupid pandemic shit went on. And I'm not somebody that gets depression or anxiety, but for some reason, I already have insomnia from the Navy as it is, but it just was getting worst I wouldn't say I was getting panic attacks but it's just I was getting a little bit of anxiety even though I still had a job I was still feeling fine and shit just was not feeling right like this doesn't make any sense like nothing was making sense anymore and I'm almost already somebody didn't even like watching the news to begin with right. and I'm like this is not making sense and then I actually got into it more into the deep state of like learning about the deep state and the corruption in our um and, and you know going on in the back right of the thing anyway <laughs> oh no 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 feel free uh i am i love listening to conspiracy theories because i believe them so yeah pretty much you know with conspiracy theories and things like that and you know i was not you know i'm not getting political but i used to not be a trump fan but then i started realizing you know about the human trafficking the corruption and all of this other stuff that i was pretty much programmed blind to and then I just, it slowly started from there. It just started going into like um, meditating is one of the first things I started doing so I could sleep. 
And it literally progressed from there because I dove straight into meditating. Mm -hmm. That was the biggest thing that drove me to like um, the rest of the spiritual realm than like the signs from the universe and the universe talking to you and things like that. So it just literally boom, 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 went from there. She <laughs> said it, question. programming, programming, she said it. So, you, so it, there. Yeah, that's it's very right interesting. That, that I, um, I do want to talk on that too, because, well, I want to talk about what Hunt was talking about before we started recording again, which was getting into that meditative state. Like, you know, it seems like the harder you try, at least for myself, the harder I try, the more my brain starts pulling me to away. Think from about it. today. The, you know, to yeah. think about the problems and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So, Joe Dispenza, what he ahead. does, he, he check out Joe Dispenza. He he does like a fifteen minute meeting. Uh, you just put on your headphones and you listen, because what it is is we're already used to the. Uh, uh, it's our bodies that are used to the the fear the the stress the worry so if it's eight o'clock you don't look at your facebook you don't look at your social media and you didn't get grumpy it's not a good day because you haven't started your routine <laughs> and then oh you know what it's that time your body's sending you you need that cigarette right now go get that cigarette now otherwise you're gonna have a bad day mm -hmm. and then boom you got to look at the news so you're just programming your mind with what are you programming it with with all these negative stressful things that are going to keep you on survival mode or are you going to retrain the programming that you've received and, and train your body again and let it know? That's it. That's survival it know, mode. Oh, yeah. fuck, that's survival mode. That's like, you don't have, and that was something that I heard that hit big time. It's like, you don't have to be who you are, who you were to get to where you want to be. And who we are, we're who we were 98% of the time is in that freaking survivor mode. Why? Because it's all around us. That's what's put in our faces. It's all that negativity, all that fear-based propaganda. Um, <laughs> it's How many times do you watch? This is why I've never even watched the news, even from a young age. I'm like, why is it it's nine stories of like nastiness and one maybe kind of good story? Like that doesn't make any sense. And then- the commercial says, drink some alcohol and then drink this for your for your illness. But of course, with that illness, you're going to have this, 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 this. <laughs> and then it's just program. It's if you're if you're receptive to that programming, you're going to catch that uh, that frequency. Go ahead. Hunt. So I want to talk about uh, frequencies and fear, because like Hector, Hector and Monica, y'all both talked about this. And this is kind of going back to, like I said, when uh, before we first started, right? So, and like you said, Monica, my ancestors are trying to get a hold of me. They're trying to like, yo, stupid, we're trying to get a hold of you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the one thing is, though, like, I'd be laying in my bed, and I've also, I've said this before, it's like, what is it? Just let me know. But during that time that I am awake, and I do feel that, like, I'm not going to lie, that that's where the fear comes in. And, and like that's I said, kind of what pushes it away. Yeah, yeah. it's the fear. I've had to deal with the fear of it, yeah. Up. Even though it wakes me up, I'd be like, okay, it, it, I used to say, this is what I wanted, but I don't know if I really want this, and I just put that cover you right You already said it. You yeah. already said it, Hunt. What you're yeah. looking for, it's coming to you because you're you're on that frequency. You weren't tapped in that frequency before, but you said, you know what? My ancestors are calling me. So you're bringing that frequency, and at 3 a.m., that's the time between when you're going to sleep and when the world rests, so you're, you're in between worlds. So what happened, that's why Tesla and all these inventors, they would not sleep. They would stay between worlds because 
nothing's invent nothing's new uh nothing no invention is new everything has already been made but it just comes to you and so tesla they were tuning to that frequency nikola tesla with the 369 so and and it's of course the, the 369 the pyramid mm -hmm. which is yourself go within yourself and then it gives you that answer so what, what dispenser does he gives you this this uh breathing methods so you can go within and you let go because what happens uh, i saw uh do you guys know who uh bob is the rapper bob yeah yeah i know who he is so i sent danny today uh a post that he sent and he said there's a part of our brain that that we don't know what it is and i've had this thing for a while and i've never seen it until today so it gives you pretty much kind of like the different uh, areas of the brain uh what is secretiveness destructiveness love self-esteem firmness and there's this one area right here it has a question mark hmm. so what if they know how to manipulate that by adding fear and fear, shame, and guilt, because those, those are the vibrations that are not going to keep you from making anything. You can't create out of fear. You can only create out of love. You can't bring life with fear only out of love. So what dispenser does, he says, go in within yourself. And then when you know, just let go. And, and, and instead of having fear, fill yourself with love. Because this, this what, what the pandemic did a lot for, for a lot of people is you have to go within yourself. Because if you can't stand yourself, you're going to be with yourself for eternity. How are you going to make it? So this is, this is just that lesson. And all the answers that you want, everything that you seek is already within you. See, one thing that uh, Dolores was saying uh, in one of her uh, things that she was talking about on YouTube was that we manifest uh, pretty much what we what we want. So uh, during one of her um, conventions that she went to, she's like, you know, you guys put this thing together. You guys collectively thought of this and made this building, and just shit like that. It just blows my mind because it makes me start thinking, you know. And it, it what it does, it tests me, and it gets to the point where. Ah, uh, three six nine manifest book. Yeah, <laughs> and what it does though, it it because I grew up in the faith of Christianity, right? So, um, it makes you test your faith, right? And um, but some of the things that I was having a discussion with Hector with last week or the week before was how he was breaking it down, almost like everything. It's kind of hidden in plain sight, like you know. Uh, we were talking about the eyes, how they blind you, you know, and or the soul it was just all these things that you were putting together it's kind of like religion knows about these things they just hide it in plain sight of us so that we don't really understand it unless we go looking for it you know what i'm talking about hector so check this out bro you you just said that right i was telling you about the energy points that are here right if you're catholic how do you do your cross sign right <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's in plain sight bro yeah well even with but you're tapped into their frequency now and you're giving energy to that frequency. Damn. Well, Even they with, did like, is they manipulate. Oh, go ahead, Hunt. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. What they, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like what they did is they manipulated <laughs> it. <laughs> they manipulated it. They do know about all of these things, but they manipulated it, put it in. And I'm sorry, like, I don't want to offend anybody about the Bible and stuff because I did. I was. 
I was baptized Catholic. I was born and raised Catholic. And then now I'm not religious. I consider myself to be spiritual because it is an individual journey that you go through. But they manipulated everything in that book that you got that they, you know, follow to a T to whether you get to heaven or you get to hell. Guess what? When you when you pass over, it's whatever is in here, what they made you think it's of what you're going to see. Yeah, and that's what you're going to see. If you think, oh, man, I was a bad person. I'm going to go to hell. Guess what? That's what you're going to see you, until you realize who frequency. you were. And that's what you're going to end up seeing. But if you know yourself and you tap into your power, you remember, like, when I pass over, I'm just passing over back to source. And, you know, all, that's what you're going to end up seeing. Heaven, if you want to call it. Dude, and said that's it, what... Know thyself. So it's so the crazy thing is, um, I go, I go back to Dolores, how she was yeah. saying when you pass on, you know, whatever your thoughts are, you know, uh, as you're dying, you know, you're going to be scared because, oh, shit, I'm going to die. I'm going to go to hell, you know, but then you have that moment of realization when your guide comes to you and tells you, nah, you're good, you know, yeah, you know, and they take <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? It's so there's so many you're different- awakened from the dream. Right. It, it's almost like that, you know, and it's kind of like a matrix type deal, too. Like, definitely. And we've said it, it's a documentary. Dude, <laughs> what fucked up, though, what fucked me up was where she said, like, you're all characters in a play. That's what you're going to look at it like when you die and you go, you're going to regroup. And then you're going to be like, you're going to notice that. All right. This time we're going to switch characters. You know, you'll uh, be the husband. I'll be the son. I'll be the. And so kind of like like us right here having this conversation it's something that's already happened but in a different a different way like i was monica monica was haunt hector was <laughs> was me you know what i'm saying it, it's just the roles were different but it was the same thing and we keep reliving these lives until we, we learn our karmic lessons yes. until we learn our lesson what's so crazy is, is it's like um like y'all were saying like religion i was very religious too right and even up to a couple of years ago, I was just always constantly in the Bible, in the Bible, in the Bible. But the Bible actually tells you certain things. It says, you know, so a man think if so shall it be. And it's just like Nikola Tesla says and everybody else, you have to manifest this. You have to think it and it's going to be. But I think that a lot of things, too, is like it's a they, they want it to be good, but it's actually fear based. And it's keeping us at that lower frequency, because like I said, the powers that be, they know the truth. They hid the truth with a lot of things that, that are in the Bible and not in the Bible that they purposely left out of the Bible. I, the, the book of Enoch, if you will, it goes into detail about like the giants. It gives like the 23 angels names that fell from heaven with Lucifer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the mountain that it's on, and it's crazy because it's on the 33rd parallel and it, it's just crazy how it is. But it, it, it's crazy, they know about stuff but they wanna keep us all right here instead of going to that higher level like we're supposed that's to. That's how they can control the masses. That's how they control the masses. They have to have some way of controlling them. And that's why everybody's like, oh, whenever people are like, oh, they least are gonna come and attack. No, the ones that are here to fuck our world up are already and have been here. Those lower frequencies have already been here. The ones that are trying to come in are the ones that are trying to help us from those higher dimensions. Yeah, and so the, you, the Bible is a map, pretty much. The Bible's the map, and then, but it's it's the people who interpret it and sell it to you. If they think about it like this, if if you're praying for something that's outside of you, you'll never find it because it's always outside of you. Well, once you realize that you are also that we're all brothers right now, 
that we're all all connected and and outside just walking doing this thing it's it's me having their their own um i guess version of this cosmos kind of like a medusa it's one head with a bunch of different eyes we're all one just having a different experience kind of like what what danny said he he got he got a uh, what is a noxalato and I'm like, yeah, man, that's you having your experiences in axolotl. <laughs> <laughs> I love my axolotl, man. I got to lie. It's, um, you know, speaking of like realms and dimensions and stuff like that. Uh, so there's got to be multiple dimensions, right? Multiple universes per se. But in the grand scheme of things, uh, is it like an infinite number? Or do you think there's an actual finite number of realms or realities? Oh, there's an infinite amount of timelines, realities, universes. Planets, like you can probably yeah. go to, right? Yeah, there's an infinite amount of them. I mean, there has, there is, there are, because it's like Rick and Morty, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. It, what and I find funny densities, you know, there's. I think right now there's like possibly that we know of twelve densities, but there could be more. I find funny that like we are so, as humans, you know, we are so ignorant that we think that we are literally the only ones out there when we even have the james webb telescope where we can see these other galaxies like clearer now and it's like how the hell do we think that like we are literally killing each other by the day left and right but we're supposed to be the highest form of fucking life in the universe like it's crazy yeah, Dave, that's when when you're when you're acting at a lower frequency like i was telling dan uh like like last time he gave this homeless guy some food and, and the guy was really, really thankful and he was like, God bless you. And he's like, what he doesn't really know is that God literally bless you because he is God. Just he hasn't found himself because he's at the lower frequency. Well, the and Bible what, even says it, not to go so much back into the Bible, but like you said, everything's in plain sight. The Bible even says that Jesus told the, the Pharisees that you are, that you are, that you are gods. You know what I'm saying? He literally said, "You're gods." Yeah. So it's like we're made from yeah. source. We're made from God, universe, source, whatever you want to call it. We're all made from it, so therefore we are. And I was telling da uh, uh, Danny here that mm -hmm. we have 33 vertebrae, right, in our back, and the from the from the bottom to the top, and of course they they lead here. And then what do you call this area right here? The temples your temples and then so of course it's 33 uh when jesus passed 33 as well so it's when he uh and then of course in here you have your eyes and then you have your third eye so on the crucifixion it was it was god and the two thieves i mean jesus and the two thieves so pretty much what and and where he uh where he was uh where he died i was telling danny that it's it's literally called gogota which tr literally translates to skull in Hebrew. So that's the skull and that's where the resurrection happens. So this, this eyes, what you see and you think that it's so real. So you get caught up in it instead of focusing on your spirituality that you lose yourself on the physical world. And that's, that's the matrix because you're, you got so lost in your character, in the character that you were playing that you can't get out of it. Like, like Danny said, it's, we're just playing a character like, Right now he's 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 playing the character as, as as a dad, as a former military, but that's just the character that you're playing here. Right. Well, no, what, what really blew my mind that day we were having that discussion was when you were like saying like 
Jesus was in the middle, you know, so like, like third eye. And then to his sides were those thieves. So what are those, your eyes? They're stealing, they're stealing your reality. Like they're robbing you your see. experience. Exactly. Your eyes are robbing you of what your third eye should be viewing. And that blew my fucking mind when you said that. Go ahead, Hunt. Another conspiracy, right? So like, you were talking about, like, you said, like, we're right here. And then you said, like, our higher vibration is on our right side or whatever. Or what, yeah, what, your spiritual side is going to be on yeah. the right side of your brain. So whenever and you you're... said, what was on the left side? So it's, it's the, so whenever you think of an energy, right? So think of your head on top of it. Think of, of, of a ball of energy just flowing there. And then mm -hmm. another one on the right side. Cross into the other side. And then back to your head that triangle so you you just think in your mind that triangle and then you start relaxing and then you start tapping into source so i thought about that because it's like you know jesus was in the middle then he had the one that believed in him and the other one that didn't and then you know it all came back around it's the trilogy yeah <laughs> that's what it is like my father-in-law said el padre el hijo y el espíritu santo the father the son and holy spirit but what happened when uh, if you go back in history they remove the feminine power away completely. So it should be the father, the mother, and the son, because that's how you make creation. So they replaced it with, uh, with another faith outside of you. Hmm. And it's once you combine the power of the three, mm -hmm. that, that's because that's also whenever you, for example, when you pray, is it's, you have to think it, you have to feel it. And then when you have that feeling, it's, it creates a thought. And, the, and, and pretty much, what is it? E equals MC square. So emotions, pretty much what it is, it's energy in motion. And what that is, is your thoughts, whenever you, whenever you hear something, you, you hear with your ears, but you listen with your emotions. And then of course your emotions lead directly to your thoughts and your thoughts manifest your reality. So when Danny was saying that he learned that we created this, it's through our thoughts. So if you're having evil thoughts, war thoughts, everything like that, whatever you're putting in your mind, it's what you're projecting as, as a thought vibration. And then you just come into this world and you play your character trying to awaken others. That's the pretty much the matrix. Fucking sick. You got anything, Monica, on that? No, I mean, yeah, it's pretty much what it is. <laughs> well, once again, I want to address Monica and uh, Hector. Because, uh, like I said, I, my whole thing, my biggest problem, and I can realize this because I said I can look into myself, right? So I'm going to ask both of y'all to be my coaches and help me out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My thing is fear, anxiety, and I guess you say not being in control. And, like, I've been on that low frequency for years and years and years, and I'm trying my best to break out of that. So what do y'all suggest or could y'all can give me any advice to help me with that so i can get past this low vibration and i can continue going higher and higher first you have to breathe man do you do any breathing meditations where you just take whole lumps of breath in because if you just do it right now if you just do this just breathe in it'll change your whole view right there I used to. So I used to do I, like the box thing with the special forces guys would do where I would imagine a box and a circle going up and I would inhale, you know, hold it, exhale. And I just keep doing that for I used to do that for a while. Yeah, don't don't stop that because that's breath. That's your spirit. And you got to fill yourself again with with spirit. You got to be whole there. And also uh, with with fear and anxiety, 
you got to know that your thoughts create that fear and anxiety because in order for you to have fear or have faith, you have to believe in something that that's not there yet. So if, if uh, for example, for fear, go, go, go within yourself and, and try to go and, and remove any, any shame and guilt from yourself, from your past lives, from anything, because right now it's, you have, generational trauma that's with you right now that you're trying to break <laughs> and that's because and i was telling danny here uh this this too where uh there there was this this example of, of this this family who would make a ham and they would always cut the ends so of course they, they cut the ends and then of course it happened through our generations until one day one of the kids asked why is the cat the, the ham cut like that and then they're like well it's because uh well we don't know so they went back and the reason it was cut like that because it would not fit on the pan for the oven. <laughs> so everybody but kept on doing it because they thought that's what was supposed to was be done. Exact generationally. So any think of it like this: wherever we're stuck of fear or anything like that, it's a tra traumatic experience that we cannot go past. That's keeping us in that in that loop. So. And, and most, mostly what it is, it's the programming that we received as kids. Because back then in the old school, you couldn't talk about your feelings because your parents dealt with it themselves, doing through other more things. I mean, they, they got to grow up, grow up faster than us because their survival skills had to be higher than us So that, than when we came in. So they didn't have time to, you didn't have time to pretty much process emotions. You didn't know how to translate fear. And if you get stuck into that cycle that keeps you going back to that fear, it's just a loop that happens until you're able, you're able to heal that. And what, what's going what's gonna to heal that? You got to fill yourself with love, just self-love, not from, you can't, not from outside, just from within yourself. Let me ask um, uh, for either of you, um, do you think there is ultimately one higher source, one deity, if you will, or are we all deity, as we were saying? Like we're all gods, right? Um, according to how it's been, it's been at least how I'm interpreting it. Um, is there like just oh one ultimate source of everything? And if so, how would you articulate that? Like how can we so that somebody like myself could understand? Well, I don't know. I couldn't see you different, higher than me, or vice versa. You know what I mean? Or, or, or I can, I cannot see that you will see me higher than yourself. Or, or I wouldn't see higher than I wouldn't see myself higher than someone that's asking for money in the street. You know? Right. But ultimately, for example, I guess what I'm getting at is like, so when we go on from this physical realm into the soul realm, the spiritual realm. Our souls go to uh, our consciousness, whatever they want to call it, goes to the source, right? That's what I've heard it called, the source. So what exactly would the source be? Is that like where we all come from, originate from? And I would say God, right, source? So I say, so um, let me go back to Hunt really quick. So I don't know if you've ever, um, ever done, I'm a big, you can call it whatever you want, but I'm a big shadow work believer you can call it whatever you want I call it shadow work and that's literally what helped me get rid of my fear get not get rid but get like um you know come in into I guess terms with my fear of what was causing my fear 
come into terms with my ego and integrate my ego with myself and be able to be accepting and balance it out. Um, and those traumas that you face, you know, we all go through trauma. All of us have trauma. It's just how we were raised in this 3D world, whether somebody meant to cause you trauma or not, it just, it happens. And shadow work is a huge, big way, at least for me, that really did help me heal myself. Like that's how I got rid of my, not rid, but that's how I was able to heal my insecurities, my daddy issues, my, um, you know, whenever all kinds of shit happened to me. So, uh, just but the programming that's how you've been through, right? Yeah. And it's, you know, it's real world experiences. I don't knock down the real world experiences because they're here. We're still here in this 3D world. We still have to deal with this real life bullshit. It's not real life, but we still have to deal with the bullshit. And to be able to balance both sides is important, I think. I don't think I'm loving life, but I also don't, I don't like to consider myself and be like, okay, nothing bad is ever going to happen. Every once in a while, something bad is going to happen. You just can't let it get to you. And by doing shadow work is how you get it from keeping you keeping you in that fear-based state you just know like oh okay it'll be fine <laughs> yeah. work is a big way to be able to you know go um overcome fears and things like that that was a big help for me that's what I, um but as far as source when I did my QHTT session I always heard it from Dolores Cannon being described as source just this big ball of love energy and I was like okay I wonder what that would feel like and I literally, whenever you do a QHTT session, they all have the same protocols because she came up with it. And um, you're supposed to go to this cloud. I literally skipped the cloud and I went straight to source. And it was literally like, I could feel just love. It's like big ball of light and love. And that's pretty much all it really is. You feel so happy. I didn't want to leave. I was like, no, I don't want to go to the cloud. Can I just stay here? <laughs> like the movie Soul, right? Yeah, and you, I could feel the tears coming down because I was just so happy. Like, I was happy. I was love. It was just love and happiness and light, and it was crazy how you feel it. So that's when I think of source, since I felt it during that session, that's what I see. I don't think of it as a god or, you know, like a person. Um, I think to me that's like, you know, the programming that you get, but if it helps somebody, to visualize it that way I guess that as long as you know it helps you but for me it's just a big ball of love and light and high frequency so how does one do one of these sessions because I, I need to get I need to do one I would like to do one there's practitioners um if you go to the QHR DoloresCannon.com it'll there's a practitioner list and a lot of them do online but I was lucky enough to find someone here in Florida that wasn't too far away they're pricey so that's why I always say you want to get your body ready to do one by doing your own past life regressions so you can successfully do something that's going to be that expensive. <laughs> expensive. Uh -huh. Hey, you that's know, why you got to stop being a plum. <laughs> the thing is, Hunt, think about it like this, man. You're already perfect the way you are. I mean, you, you, you got to this minute, to this second, to this conversation by searching for the answer, man, by drawing that frequency into you. Yeah, it's it's crazy because like I keep saying, man, like, I know where my faults are. I know like jealousy, uh, that's another one that I'm going, that I'm trying my best even today because there's some stuff I shouldn't be jealous about and I should be happy about it. And it's like, before I even came on here, I was like, why am I even mad about this? Like, I should be happy about this situation. And that's the thing, That's bro. a step, that's a good How step. How do you overcome course, jealousy? Yeah. With surround yourself with love, dude. So replace that feeling, that emotion of jealousy with love. 
So whenever you get that, and the, the, the way that you change your emotions is by being aware of your thoughts, because that's true meditation is staying in a Zen state of mind the whole day. That's true meditation. So whenever you get that, that um, trigger that you feel that when it, your guts, your second brain, and your gut's going to tell you whenever something doesn't feel good or whenever there's a vibe or anything like that. So whenever you feel that in your gut, damn, I, I see it. I, I feel, I see that jealousy coming on. Switch that thought with love. What are you grateful for? Right, right this second. Look, yeah. look around you and look at five things that you're grateful for. I'm pretty sure you can come up with 20 right now. Yeah, I'm grateful for all my kids, even the little bastards I can't stand. <laughs> just think about that you are the creator man you created your kids you were able to bring them from another dimension into this 3d realm dude and they what chose one of the biggest thing that dolores cannon talks about is like you plan your life you choose your parents and that's 1000 percent true i truly believe that because my son you know we had a he's an ivf baby and it took two different tries even though science helped i truly he chose me to be his mom maybe yeah. not the first time around but this last time when we, he finally did stay with me <laughs> and he'll tell me things like he doesn't hear a whole lot about he does but he doesn't he's five so I know they hear everything we see but there's one day he's like mama I used to be the king of the ocean and I was like in my QHCT session I knew I had a past life in you know a different planet but one of the major ones that came up during that session was I was a mermaid and he had never heard that before and when he said that I knew for a fact that he was there in that past life with me somehow some way even though I had don't remember the whole thing yet right. I'm like holy crud and you know they're closer to source because they just got here they have not pro been programmed as long as we have and that's beautiful to be nurtured like don't try to program I'm not telling people how to don't be shut parents, that program. Yeah, yeah don't shut that stuff down you guys sometimes parents think oh you're talking crazy no I was like tell me more what else do you see what else were you doing as the king of the ocean and things like that you know what I mean because they could be remembering a past life because it's easier for them to they just came from source they right. just came from there so Go ahead, yeah huh? it's beautiful yeah like I, I applaud you Monica like I said before I was scared to tell my mother that like you know hey mama I remember seeing the pyramids I remember seeing the Civil War. Like, I was scared to tell her that. I was scared to tell anybody that. I think it was like five years ago was the first time I told somebody. <laughs> and that was when I was a lady in town. And I, like, told her about it. I was like, this, I know it's going to sound crazy, but I remember seeing this. She was like, no, it's not crazy. You were here before. I I imagine imagine how you held on to that information, to that fear for so long until about a year ago, man. Because fear, that builds into illness, into discomfort. And then the only time that you're comfortable is when you get those few hours of sleep. And then one, once you awaken, your body goes into fear again. So yeah. It's just let, letting that go, accepting that knowledge and, and just being ready of knowing that you you are it. You are all source, man. You are the one, the creator. So I remember that. how fearless you were when you were a kid. Why do you think you were so fearless when you were a kid? Why do you feel, why do you think you were so magical as a kid? Because we had just came from there. We weren't programmed to think, oh, no, we ain't shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. And no, one, <laughs> no one was telling us we ain't shit on a daily basis. <laughs> so it's like, kids, that's why they're so fearless. That's why they feel so limitless or so, like, I... I sometimes I'm like, well, maybe I shouldn't make him think he's, you know, had doesn't have any limits. I just want him to be safe. How much of that is programming and how much is that actually me wanting to keep him safe and how much of that is, you know, right or wrong? There isn't, but still it's like, 
okay, you're right. You can do anything you want to do, my dude. Like you're perfect the way you are. You are magical. You can do whatever you want because they can. They just gotta, you know, they'll be there. He's a kids are like manifest like nothing. It's hilarious. It cracks me up. I love it. And it's the programming where we see. Think about it. Watching, for example, married with children. Boom. (laughs) So you're like. Imagine how many people went and they, they totally mirror that. That's why they played them to us because they, they were trying to set the programming saying, hey, this is the average American family, how they act. Uh, the father is he's a dummy. He's uh, what is it like the Simpsons, dude? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then as a kid, you got to be a knucklehead and then boom, you got a nerd or this and that. And that's the programming that you give yourself to. And then we're all playing a character. And the, the thing about it is that as by playing a character, you are you in control of the script or is fear in control of the script? Look at it. He's just dropping knowledge yeah. bombs on here. Hey, um, are you guys cool with doing one more episode, one more segment? Or do you guys have time? Another 30 yeah. minutes? Or I'm are good we done? Man. Yeah, I'll probably do, uh, I could do probably like 15 more minutes out of that 30, if that's okay. Okay, 15, <laughs> if 15 more minutes. If y'all can give me 15 more minutes, that'd be great. Because actually, I want to close out with Soul Connections. Uh, you were putting something like that on your Instagram, uh, Monica. It's such, a, it's such it's, a hard subject for me, but I, that's why it's taking me forever to even just do the first one. So yeah, oh. it's okay. It's not hard. It's just emotional for me. <laughs> oh, well, we don't have to touch on it if you don't no, want. That's okay. cool. I'm well, fine with Soul Connections. I'll tell you this real quick, Monica, about Soul Connections. I believe in them. Uh, oh, yeah. For the longest, before I got divorced, I was I was separated. And every time I had a dream about my ex-wife, I would get a call, a text message, or something. And it Definitely. never failed. And even, like, last week, I just started thinking about this woman out of the blue. And I was like, why the fuck am I doing this shit? And sure <laughs> shit, my lawyer had called me. He was like, hey. X, Y, Z. And I was like, I knew it was, I knew it was the reason why I was thinking about this motherfucker for some reason. <laughs> and that's who you are. You see, you are that pyramid throwing that frequency. So your frequency with her and the emotion is high. That's where you're able to connect. And that's, that's life right there. Not what only that, you have you a soul tie. You have a kid with her, right? I have four of them motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Imagine how strong that connection is. That's a DNA bondage. There's a lot of hate behind them connections. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. All right. It's about a call. Finish right now. I'm going to send out the link. 15 more minutes. And again, once again, all right, we're here for the third and final chapter for the next couple of minutes. Um, I'd never heard of this phrase until recently. Um, which is soul connections or soul family, contracts. Soul family, soul contracts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know uh, if Hunt or Hector, y'all have heard of this before. I hadn't, but um, Monica, if you could just uh, break down a little bit of what that is. So um, Dolores Cannon was one of the ones that first introduced that soul contract, you know, mindset for me because I knew about soulmates and I don't sometimes putting a label on a certain soul contract kind of helps you deal with that lesson that you're supposed to learn as to why that soul contract was made whether and even though I'm not a big label type of person but again it kind of can help as to why this person is in your life um, again it first you have to do your own work that way you can decipher whether you're judging you know you're like okay this soul contract as long as you're not looking at it with an ego-based mindset and an actual 
higher self mindset, then you'll be able to discern whether it's, you know, a karmic, which is definitely someone that's here to teach your karmic lessons, which is the hard shit, um, whether it's a, a soulmate, and there's all kinds of soulmates. And uh, I think it's funny, because uh, somebody once told me, it's like, soulmates are a dime a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> we thought they were really real, rare, but there's just so many different types of soulmates that you can have a lot of different soulmates. And not all of them are here to stay in your life forever. You have romantic soulmates, which is what, That's what I was going to ask about. There's so, platonic friend soulmates. There's even your kids can be your soulmates. Um, you know what I mean? It just really depends on there's tons of different types of soulmates. Okay. And then the one that gets, in my opinion, overly romanticized and, you know, I don't like to talk about it a whole lot because it does get so much stupid publicity or whatever propaganda is twin flames, which some people don't think they're real. Some people they do. Again, I don't speak on shit that I haven't experienced myself. So I believe there is twin flame. So what exactly is twin flame? From what I have been able to tell myself, (laughs) (laughs) because I do go within and try not to look at it as an ego type of thing. Um, It's when once, you know, we each have our own souls and um, it's when one soul gets split into two. Um, So not necessarily that you're half a soul, but your soul does get split into two different individuals for a lifetime to learn certain lessons. And pretty much you're mirroring that person. So whatever it is about that person that really like, um, and sometimes you can even mistake your karmic for your twin flame because they trigger the shit out of you. But there is just a little difference as to how to tell whether, okay, yeah, this is a karmic and not a twin flame. And sometimes people get attached to that toxicity as like, oh, well, he's my twin flame. So, you know, I'm going to stay with him. No, bitch, that's not your twin flame, girl. And not everybody gets one. And believe me, you don't want one if you did get one. <laughs> Hector. The twin flames are kind of like, you can think of it as like the yin and the yang. Yes. Uh, uh, is, is that, are, are you tracking the same thing, Hector? Is that like- Yeah, a- so pretty much you're a reflection of self. Anyone that comes into you is to teach you a lesson. And you either learn the lesson or you keep making the same lesson you either, and you get stuck in the same behavior. Uh, so that, that's pretty much what it is. And, and the, with life, life is a lesson. So what aggravates you? Like for me, it was patience because my mom never had any patience. Uh, one second. She didn't have any patience with me. So, of course, what it was is how do I get, how do I learn that? So every time I get aggravated, you think, let me go into my higher self. What will my higher self do? What would, what, would, what would he do all knowing, all loving, all caring, all compassionate? Of course, you're going to have patience. That's so funny. I know patience is one of my biggest life lessons or, you know, soul lessons. And any past life that I've ever seen about myself, I've never had kids. And even growing up, I didn't want to have kids. And then obviously something shifted and I decided to have one so much so that I went to science and had one. But um, he is definitely one of my biggest, you know, he's a soul contract. My son is, you know, a soul contract, a soulmate, and he's teaching me patience. (laughs) So. Um, I know we're on limited time here, so I'd like to go ahead and start uh, wrapping this up because I know everybody's time is valuable. Hunt, uh, do you have any questions before they start uh, giving up their closings? Uh, no, man, I just appreciate all the advice y'all gave me. Like, I'm just sitting back and, and even, like I said, there's stuff that's going on personally, and I'm like telling myself how I have to deal with it. And like, I do know the lessons that I have to learn from, from a couple of people. 
I know yeah. the lessons I have to learn from you. The lessons, I, I mean, and don't be hard on yourself because what would your higher self do? Forgive himself, right? And that's that's true. That's the true crucifixion. Is when you forgive yourself when you learn the lesson and and when you're like you're aware of 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 your thoughts and you can actually change your your emotions. Once you change your emotions, you have that feeling. If you're, if for example, if you're you wake up and you're like, damn, what what a great day! I'm able to get out of bed. I can see the sun. I can go outside, ground myself. It's it's gonna be a good day. I'm alive. Think about about all the people that you've met that are not here with us anymore. So you 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 made it through all that up to today. Fill um, yourself with gratefulness. Anything that that you're grateful for, boom. So once you have that feeling of of anxiety of fear, don't let it overcome you. Fill yourself with love because you are it. And then once you're free yourself with love, you can give others love. Yeah, <laughs> most and you definitely. Can fix you can't fix no one. No, you can only change yourself. You cannot change anything around you. You can only deal with what goes around you. But I was for for a long time. I, I had the same mentality until I had my son. That's actually what helped me awaken myself. And I was I was stuck in the same cycle, same misery, making the same mistakes. And and of course, you you become you get in the routine. Life is always miserable. You're always having a bad day until you're like wait a minute, I can change my thoughts, I can change my emotions, I can change the way I feel. And then once you start changing yourself, other people are going to be saying, what happened to you? Are you, are you a different person? And, and that's when you're going to see that everything's, everything's going to go well for you because whatever you put your mind into, you're going to start manifesting. Just like that phone call, whenever you were drawing that energy to that particular person, drive that energy to whatever frequency you want it to, to match. If you want, if you want to sleep, Focus on sleeping. Have it, I'm, tonight I'm gonna have the best sleep. And then when I wake up at three in the morning, I know that I'm on on the on the on the on the two worlds. So I'm gonna accept all the information that I get. Yeah. Monica, closing thoughts, closing uh, words of advice uh, for yeah, those. I mean, it all starts like 100. It all starts with yourself. And like Dolores can even said, um, the way to learn your karmic lessons or think of it as karmic baggage is what do you think of them as bags what do you do with bags once you drop them off let them go and if for some reason you get triggered and you're going through that karmic lesson again then you know what you didn't learn your lesson the first time around did you so now let's try it again and just <laughs> once you let it go it's that's literally how she puts it and that literally really did change my mind you think of it as a bag drop it and it's gone there goes your that's karmic lesson that fear, that anxiety that's keeping you awake is that heavy bag that you've been carrying all these years, man, that you, you, you just add more to it. You, you choose not to, to drop that weight until you're ready for it. You said, you know what, I'm done. And then you write your own script in the morning. You're, this, look, you're the actor. You're, right now, you're the main actor of your movie. I'm a co I'm a co-appearance that made it into your life right now, right this second. <laughs> yeah, and then, but you're the main actor. Like, what role do you want to play? Because this is, life is literally a movie that you're projecting through your eyes with a beginning, the middle, the end. The past is just a memory. The future is just hope. But what, what, what's something that we have certain right now? It's like right this second. Exactly. 
So well, how would you rather how would you rather pass your this second right now? Fill with anxiety or fill with love? Definitely gotta be with love. Just your thoughts, man. When it, once you get that that frequency of saying of what what's making you angry, boom, replace it with what are some of the things that I'm grateful for right this second? And then you're gonna you're gonna change that frequency. You're changing the channel. Y'all are amazing. I mean, really, I'm not even trying to blow smoke up y'all asses. This has got to be one of the most eye-opening for myself um, and learning experiences I've had. And honestly, again, nothing happens for by coincidence. Everything happens for a reason. We were all put here in this pod together to discuss this, you know, maybe not for us here, but for somebody who's listening to this, you know, uh, hey, who knows? Hunt might be more woke tomorrow which is hard to believe because <laughs> Jesus Christ is he woke, but uh, <laughs> no, on the but real now, side. now what he knows, he's going to pass it to somebody else. And through spirit, through breath, he's going to awaken somebody else. Who knows? Someone who might've been so lost right now that with the power of his words, he's able to awaken them. And then that's how it goes. That's, that's the whole, that's the whole reason that we're here for. That's what Jesus was here. He was spread, spreading that message. He was showing you how to make that magic, how to turn that water into wine with the power of belief, faith, and self-love. One thing we didn't get to talk about this time around, which I wanted to speak with, maybe if we could do this another time, have all of us here again, I would love that, would be about, um, we talked about it short, uh, briefly, you and I, Hector, um, leaving your, your physical body in the spirit and having that that cord with you as you... What's the word? Astral projection. That word. Yes. I would love to delve into that realm if you guys would join me again here in the near future. Is that something y'all would do? Most definitely. And it takes practice. You know, you pretty much do it every single night when you. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's more or less like astral projecting. Just use some. And what, if you decide to practice it, then you're controlling it. Then that's when it's actually projecting. Other times when we're not controlling it, we call it dreaming. And you get so many of your messages and so many glimpses into future, into past lives, into current different timelines, current timelines um, that from your dreams, if you're open to it, that's why I ended up making a dream journal because I, since I was a kid, I knew I was getting messages through my dreams and I would even tell my mom's like mom did me and you ever go that I was six months old there was no way I should have remembered that but I dreamt it and it happened you know what I mean so you get so many why because your body's there but your consciousness it's out doing everything and anything it can want to go do for the streets and that's you right now so you're this is the dream and you're forever connected to source and, you know, put it in the plug if anybody, Amazon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey. Um, That's your book? That's my dream journal. Yeah. It's oh, on okay. Amazon. It's got Eye of the G or The Dreamer's Eye. Shit, I forgot the name of my own book, but The Dreamer's Eye. <laughs> Go ahead and plug your, uh, um, you have a, a business called? Yeah. So um, uh, my my small business or my store, my Etsy store um, is Sun and Luna Co. And my Instagram is just Sun Lunaco. <laughs> so y'all go check that shit out, man. And um, I know I've gotten some merch from there. I love it. I've gotten some candles. 
my old lady keeps buying stuff from i think my old lady's gonna make you rich on her own but um hey we appreciate the 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 hard work that you put into it and so thank you uh hector anything you want to plug bro uh no man just uh think of it think of everything on what would your higher self do how would you whenever you want whenever you speak to anyone in the street how would your higher self speak to them uh because all we are is a passing memory that's all we are in and, and all that matters is how you made somebody feel like whenever whenever you lead someone or your friends back th- back in in the school you only remember how they made you feel that's all that's all that you leave so every interaction make it a good interaction and uh, just love each other. Appreciate that, brother. Appreciate that. You know, with those words, man, I'm going to go ahead and close this one out. Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all for listening to this podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed it. It was a little bit different than the normal, usual shit talking. Uh, but I hope y'all got something out of it. I know I did. And I normally don't listen to my podcasts over again after I record it. I might have to listen to this one, you know, just because it's kind of like the usual suspects. I don't know if you've seen that movie. The more times you watch it, the more you gain from it. I think this is how this podcast is going to be this episode that I have to re-listen to it to gain more knowledge from it, y'all. Thank you. Thank you for everything. I'll reach out to y'all here on the side, you know, to see if you guys want to do this again some other time. And if so, when we can. Uh, Hunt, you got anything before we close out, baby? Nah, man. Thank y'all. Monica. Hector, thank y'all so much, man. I can't wait to start putting this stuff into practice. But thank y'all so much. I'm, I'm telling you, I really... Dr. Joe Dispenza, that's a 15-minute meditation, man. Listen to it in the morning. Listen to it at night. It'll 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 set you straight. Bet. All right, y'all. With that being said, as y'all know, rounds complete. End of mission. Gun line out. Bye, motherfuckers. March orders.